There was an old meatball. His name was Henry. He got emphysema. And then he died. That's a great campfire song, Justin. Thank you. It's uh, very um, uh, apropos for this camping uh, we're doing you on know, this nice yeah. uh, hot summer night. When when climate uh, change forced society to collapse, <laughs> I thought we'd have a bad time. But here we are around this fire, me and Justin, Frank Skyping in on a laptop <laughs> from, his own, from his own campfire. Where is that fire, Frank? I know you're in the city. <laughs> Uh, this campfire is out by the Delaware River, um, on the bank somewhere. Is I'm on the run from a band of <laughs> war boys who are looking to skin me alive. Well, that's some tough luck. That's some tough luck. I had some trouble with them uh, war boys a few months ago. I'm praying for you, Frank. I used to be a war Thank boy, and then I, uh, I gave it up. Gave you became a peace boy. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. Oh, but that that marshmallow looks mighty fine, Justin. It looks really delectable. Thank you. I've been uh, toasting it for the past half hour. I think it's almost ready. Yeah. (laughs) It's just turning into sugar syrup now. Oh, yeah. That's the way I like it, baby. And you got to season that bad boy up. Got to season it. Well, you need the sugar to uh, run from the war boys. (laughs) Yes, yes. We need all of the energy that we can uh, muster. This truly is a disturbing future that we live in. Uh, folks, if you haven't noticed, it's hot out. It's very, very hot. Who has been outside? Raise your over hands. Over the past three days. All of me. All, all of us. All of us. I yeah. drive an automobile because I like being part of the problem and not the solution. <laughs> and my car's air conditioner is broken. So Jesus. Life is pretty harrowing, so uh, I've got about like a half-hour commute to my job, and what I've been doing is I've been uh, taking a few ice packs, and uh, <laughs> you know I'll like sit on one, put the other one down my back, and then I'll like move it under my armpit. You know, it's pretty ridiculous, but surprisingly effective. Oh, what do you do about the steering wheel? Uh, you know, <laughs> Jesus takes the, the wheel. On your- <laughs> You're, the skin on your hands has turned to pizza cheese. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. The sun is a deadly laser. Uh, yeah, folks, uh, climate change has started to uh, legitimately make life inhospitable for humans because the feels like temperature for the past like two or three days has been around 115 degrees, which if you haven't noticed is very very hot and the fact that we have had rain in earlier parts of the week didn't really help because the water vapor in the air makes the heat uh more difficult to dissipate so the heat was just kind of sticking around in this impenetrable steam that if you walked where i live in the city was like this just sort of thick gray cloud uh it was horrifying it was like fucking apocalypse now and then we thought that that cloud of bats that blocked out the sun <laughs> was gonna provide some relief but then but they, they just developed. turned out to be racist and uh toward filipinos of all of all groups and no nobody wants to hear that we're all just trying to get along here folks uh, it's it's hot as shit and uh keep the air conditioning on uh the planet is dying and 
the seasons as we know them are never going to be the same. Uh, and get ready for catastrophe and collapse. Well, you know, enough of that, Frank, but we're here with this fire and some marshmallows. Yep. So let's just all have a sing-along of... Uh, <laughs> she'll be coming around the mountain. The mountain when she comes. She'll be coming around the mountain. She's coming down that mountain. Everybody look at that mountain. She'll be coming pretty soon. I'm pretty sure she said she would be here by noon. That was beautiful. sound like Jeff Mangum. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it was like the Neutral Milk Hotel. Uh, she'll be coming around the mountain. And I appreciate that. We have to find ways to delight ourselves. In this disturbing future, but we're camping and it's fun. It's so, so fun. Do you guys want to um, reminisce about before the collapse and think about some of the arts and entertainment news? Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because some things happened this weekend. Hold on, uh, let me uh, let me just use my hand crank generator to charge my uh, phone here. <laughs> There we go, and uh, oh, no. oh, what, what? They're they announced they're making Blade with Mahershala Ali. Holy shit, that is actually legitimately exciting. Because uh, there yeah. was precisely one actor that could have played Blade in the Marvel movies uh, that wouldn't have made me think, why didn't they just get Wesley Snipes? Mm -hmm. And that one actor was Mahershala Ali. Yeah, uh, who is? Sort of technically already in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Cottonmouth in the first season of Luke Cage. True. But Marvel has made it abundantly clear that they don't give a fuck about those TV shows anymore. Yeah. And they never cared about them at all. Which, uh, so those shows a, aren't a part of anything. It's kind of a shame. But we get Mahershala Ali as a um, um, vampire man who kills vampires. Yeah. Uh, and if you haven't watched the first two Blade movies, the Wesley Snipe ones... Mm -hmm. Uh, Rewatch them because they fucking rule. They're fun. They're great. They're great. This is something that um, I when I saw it on Instagram, I didn't know I I wanted desperately. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And so I kind of my immediate first reaction was, this is a prank. <laughs> oh, it's gotta be fake. Yeah, this is fake. And then I was like, wait, that's the lamest prank ever. <laughs> To make me be happy about something. Yeah, so it must be true. Justin, I love this world that you're living in where people's idea of a prank is to make you happy. <laughs> I, uh... It's okay, buddy. It's a dark world. Man. Speaking of the dark world, uh, <laughs> Thor 4. Thor 4, we're getting um, female Thor, female uh, Thor Jane Foster. Yeah, which is a thing they did in the comics uh, you mean, a few uh, years ago. Thor four with the girl Thor. Yes, yeah. girl Thor and in the fourth Thor. <laughs> uh, written directed again by Chaika Waititi. Fourth because Thor and uh, Lady Thor. Let's is go, Thor. My fellow Americans, Taika Waititi is back. <laughs> <laughs> My ass sure is Thor uh, from sitting down so much on this log. 
Uh, um, hey, now, Taika Waititi is back in these movies, uh, <laughs> directing the fourth Thor again after directing the third one, Thor Ragnarok, because once you direct a Marvel movie, they never let you direct anything small or interesting again. You just kind of get stuck doing these for the rest of your career, as evidenced by the fact that Ryan Coogler is now signed to Black Panther 2. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's a little depressing. It's depressing. Every... Every, yeah 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 <laughs> but a couple more exciting things but. uh the the watchmen trailer uh the, the hbo tv show i did not headed by that. damon lindelof the guy who did the leftovers and lost mm-hmm. uh which is a direct sequel to alan moore's masterpiece comic uh graphic novel watchmen looks fucking dope it looks really good yeah i haven't seen this new trailer i only saw the teaser um but i trust <clears throat> i trust damon lindelof uh very much ever since i watched the leftovers so this is gonna be amazing yeah it's, it's gonna be very good um jeremy irons is playing ozymandias ladies and gents what more do you need what more do you need? I, you That's know what really I need? The, I need that, that hot dog over there if you would. Oh, here you go. Pass, you pass me the bug spray. Oh, here's the bug spray. Oh, thanks. There man. you go. Getting eaten alive. You know, did you know Jeremy Irons was also in the 1983 uh, uh, documentary film about Swiss artisans called The Watchmen? Christ. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks for this bug spray. I feel much more protected now that I'm covered in deed. <laughs> Yeah, watch out for the uh, radioactive flies that are coming around here because... Uh, watch out, radioactive flies. <laughs> Why did we decide to camp out here also beside the um, old uh, abandoned insane asylum and also the... Um, we're also in um, HBO's Chernobyl. Hey, <laughs> did you see that creepy abandoned amusement park too? Yes, I saw that. It looks fun. Maybe we should go in there later. Maybe. Well, it's got a ride in there. What ride? And the ride must, the ride must be from like 1987, 88, because it's a replica of the TNG era Starship Enterprise. Oh, I heard a bunch of kids died uh, in that when they uh, crashed on uh, Bajor, um, <laughs> and now they they haunt this uh, this campground. All of these things might come back later on, possibly. Uh, like Someone's <laughs> been watching Deep Space Nine. <laughs> what do you What do you think? Uh, what do you think? Captain Picard named his uh, production run that he made for Worf when he got back from his space station. Deep Space Wine. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, anyway, speaking of Star Trek, anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know how Wonderwall goes. <laughs> I am old. Data is dead. But there's a young girl who needs my help. I thought you were breaking into a Cat Stevens. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I thought So, uh, the trailer for the new television show, Star Trek Picard. Okay, so, the new trailer for the show, Star Trek Picard, which is coming out sometime in early 2020, apparently. That's the way they uh, put it. Just aired. And it looks fucking great. Have you ever been a stranger to yourself? Many, many times. 
nearly two decades ago. Commander Data sacrificed his life for me. These past few years, I really tried to belong here. But it never truly felt like home. Do you know who I am? Everything inside of me says that I'm safe with you. Admiral, I have encountered a woman. She came to me for help. If she is who I think she is, she's in serious danger. Sometimes I worry that you have forgotten who you are. We do not. You can't do it alone. You need help. You need protection. You need a crew. Be the captain they remember. She has no idea what she truly is. She's the end of all. She's the destroyer. What are you doing out here, Picard? Saving the galaxy. Engage. I don't want the game to end. I can see that, Captain. It looks, it looks really fucking good. Awesome. I want to know what Tom's reaction is. <clears throat> Let me just swallow this more. Oh, you got a little you got a little on your cheek. Oh, yeah. Some Here, marshmallow. Let, let me let me lick it off. <laughs> oh, thank you. Very, very erotic. Ooh, it's about to get sexy. <laughs> just, oh, oh, no. I spilled some mustard on my breasts. Um, <laughs> Justin, anyway. can you pick him up by the crotch like the redheaded lady in Wet Hot American Summer? <laughs> yes. I thought you were going to say Nadine from Twin Peaks. <laughs> uh, oh, also, we're in Twin Peaks, the woods. <laughs> There's an owl. Who, who, it's Bob. Go the on. owls are not what they seem. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I would be more excited if I thought I was ever going to buy CBS All Access. We, uh, I'll help you figure something out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I may or may not have some what they might call credentials to just log into an account. And I can and assure you, Tom, you will be able to watch it. You, you, mean, you will be able to watch it uh, for free. You mean you'll be able to uh, make it so ah, that ah, I can watch the show? Engage. Uh, so, I mean, it looks it looks solid. Yeah. Um, I, I think just like TNG... It's going to be riding on the back of Patrick Stewart a bit, mm -hmm. uh, which I'm fine with. Uh, I just hope they don't goof it up. Um, here's here's what I I've uh, been like bracing myself for, and I'm all for it now. Is that what it really looks like? Is Picard um, is going to be like the main character, but they're setting other stuff up. Uh, yeah, which which They're I hedging think their bets. Patrick Stewart is seventy nine <laughs> years old. But he I, might die. Yeah, but I, I th I'm excited for it. the the they're setting it up. 
that there's a, a young girl who... Okay, the first time I cried <laughs> is when the young girl comes in and says, like, you know, something inside me says that I should trust you. And I'm like, God damn right you should. That's Jean-Luc fucking Picard. But she might uh, better know him as Locutus of exactly. Borg. Exactly. Locutus of Borg. So she's probably a Borg. Yeah. There seems of, to be a Borg connection. Part. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you see that 2019 CG slash maybe model of the Borg cube? cube. Yeah. That looks so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, it looks great. But here's my thing before we go talking about some of the other stuff in this trailer. I think that Star Trek alien makeup peaked in the 90s and mm-hmm. the late 80s like when that run it looks just the right amount of goofy for 90s television mm-hmm. so that when you transpose it to like 2019 era makeup and special effects it's just that shade of too goofy but trying to be realistic yeah uh so here's a really big question uh so i i saw a vulcan uh, we we saw some maybe a different race that we don't know yet. We saw uh, maybe a Romulan. We'll get back to it. And we'll fucking get back to it, guys, because there's some implications there. But we saw a uh, semi Borg uh, uh, freed from the collective uh, Seven of Nine. Mm-hmm. Which, which yeah, we'll get yeah. back to. We'll get yeah. back to it. But the big we'll question: uh, we did not see any Klingons. And True. are what are they going to do? Because now there's canonical, uh, a new kind of Klingon from uh, whatever Discovery bullshit. Well, Discovery's set around the oh, original I series. I didn't, I didn't watch Discovery. What happened? No, they're, they're, the design's no, they completely different. different but somebody, yeah. somebody went hog wild with deciding what the Klingons look like. But that yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Are there any Klingons in JJ's movies? Yes, in Into Darkness, they show up for about two seconds. How do they look? They look kind of cool. They're a little bit like a mix between TNG and the original series. Okay, because the new one, they're like kind of like stone-faced people. Yeah, yeah they, they don't look like that. They they look like a little bit... They have the head ridges of the TNG, but they have some of the like earrings and stuff from the original series, kind of. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're in Into Darkness for a few seconds, and they were supposed to be in this fourth movie that was going to have Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth come together and then they couldn't agree to his salary and that movie fell apart so we're never getting a fourth new Star Trek movie um so like I mean we're living in a timeline where at least Alexander is still alive if oh god Worf, if not Worf <laughs> by the way Justin this means that you've gotten to the episode where Alexander grows up to a oh, fat yes. disappointment <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> comes yes. back in time and hits his dad up for uh, rent money yes. Oh god, I love it so much. <laughs> hey, it's ridiculous. Did I cry? Yes, I did. No. Yes. There's a Deep Space Nine episode that I think is going to make you cry. I haven't cried uh, yet. I got into a terrible episode which I was excited for because yeah. it was like, oh, this is the goofiness that I this show needed and now I'm completely on board. Speaking of other lesser Star Trek series, Seven Greater. of nine. Seven of, here, seven of what's nine. In this? Now, I haven't seen the finale of Voyager since it happened in the late 90s. My brother was a big fan, and I watched it with him. But I totally... Something about, like, an up-armored Voyager fighting the Borg because of space-time reasons. But Seven of Nine being in contact with Picard means that they made it back to the Alpha Sector 
to uh, to the Terran system. Uh, here's here's uh, my thing. I haven't watched any Sector Zero Zero One. <laughs> I haven't watched any of the movies. I'm like most of the way through season one of Deep Space Nine. I've done none of Voyager. They say this is coming out early 2020. I think I might just have to watch all of Star Trek. Yeah, you get through Voyager. Voyager is not a good show, but it did have its moments. Vo- there yeah, some okay no, no, Voyager definitely had its moments, and the thing about Voyager is it kind of took on a, um, it kind of took on an X Files esque quality. If I'm not mistaken, that was on WB. WB or UPN or something. Yeah. yeah, and it took on like a like super. It was definitely like they were trying to scare you more than make you space think. Which, okay, now I saw a little bit of action in this trailer. Some 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 uh, born sexy yesterday with the girl who's a combat expert throwing a guy off a staircase. Mm-hmm. And then um, he immediately uh, uh, teleports, teleports, which is pretty cool. Mm. We also saw the very practical... Oh, mm, I'll get back to it. Uh, teleporting revolving doors. Anyway. Uh, or transporter. I'm sorry. Transporter. Uh, so, obviously, uh, this is Picard. This was this was the philosopher's version of uh, Star Trek. It was a lot of just sort of like philosophical allegory dealing with science fiction tropes. This is look, looking like it's not going to have like bottle episodes or uh, no. So it's it's not done filming yet. It's only half. So it's only about halfway done filming, and we're recording this on a Sunday. Uh, report just came out that tomorrow, Jonathan Frakes is filming on set as Riker. Oh. So Monday, oh. Riker will be start filming. Oh. <laughs> Justin. Oh, hand me uh, some of those leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Justin just uh, came in his uh, trousers. My dungarees. <laughs> uh, but uh, so I actually think there will be like bottle episodes and things like that. Because we we've only seen footage from the first half of the show. And the guy who runs the show is Michael Chabon, the oh. novelist. Okay, Interesting. Okay. He's like a postmodern novelist. So I, I think he's so down it's got potential. For, it's, it's not going to yeah. be it's not going to be. Uh, what this Bad. what this really yeah. reminded me of we're we're gonna go full we're not anywhere near done by the way this no, no, is no. gonna be a full thing anywho um um what this really reminded me of Frank have you ever read the the great Star Wars comic Doctor uh what is it Chewbacca no I I read the Vader one yes the 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 Doctor who's in that one the um yeah. kind of Indiana Jonesy character yeah yeah. yeah. She had her own spinoff, and this really felt like that, which is um, an adventure story set in a world that is vaster than the story taking place, even though there are, are talking about uh, uh, Seven of Nine says, like, oh, what are you, uh, saving the universe or something? As, as uh, Jean-Luc Picard Kind of sadly, it made me a little sad. He's pouring himself some whiskey. Whiskey, yeah. And one that made me sad, too, like the bottle clinks the glass a little, and you see he's kind of shaky, and I don't think that's acting. I think um, uh, Patrick Stewart's just old. Patrick Stewart is just a 79-year-old man. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I will say there were two surprises in this trailer. One, which we'll get to later, was less of a surprise because it was expected. 
But seven of nine was a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I'll, I'll, oh, go ahead. Well, Voyager was not directly connected to Deep Space Nine, other than it took place uh, 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 TNG, other than it took place in the same timeline. T, uh, Deep Space Nine was directly connected to TNG for a couple of reasons. One of which is that the main character of the show lost his wife in the Battle of Wolf 359, mm -hmm. headed by Picard when he was Locutus of Bork. Uh, the other is uh, eventually Worf joins Deep Space Nine. And also um, uh, uh, Miles O'Brien. Miles O'Brien, yeah. Uh, head, heads over there. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but let's not forget, though, as we've discussed before on the pod, <laughs> that uh, there was a weird episode of uh, Voyager that involved Counselor Troy and Reginald Barclay oh, on Earth. Right, right, right. Because so he, there was a connection. Uh, because that weird pervert was also a genius engineer, and he thought he had found a way to communicate with Voyager. Uh, but he wasn't sure if he was just going crazy or not. Uh, so that is guys, kind of interesting. It's set, it's set guys, I love Star Trek so much. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Uh, Voyager is a little after TNG. I'm not sure by yes. how much. It's definitely meant to be. The uniforms are different. The shape has uh, S-foils, like in Star Wars for some reasons, just to like indicate that shit's more cool now. And um, there's fucking Neelix. And there's fucking... They have Neelixes in the future. Uh, so uh, it's a little bit later. So I'm not sure if, obviously, real time has passed in real reality. But uh, I'm not sure if like, like how how young is Seven supposed to be relative to Picard? You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it matters as a Borg. Yeah, it's another thing. Uh, also, this is made up space bullshit. <laughs> well, well, this me, is made up space bullshit. Let me jump but, in real quick. Um, with my reaction was knowing of the character but not watching it, being like, "Oh, that's that's awesome." <laughs> But yeah, I, no, I, I, I know nothing about her. <laughs> that was so, weirdly human of her. She mm, was always yeah. a lot more stiff. She was trying to overcome her hive mentality, and she was very interesting, uh, stiff oh. and, and rigid. And she was kind of like Data in a way, trying to find her humanity. So seeing her be so like casual and uh, sarcastic like that is a little uh, weird. Yeah. So and the other thing about Seven of Nine is that she was brought in in the middle of the show. Because it was determined that viewership among young men was going down, so they needed to bring in a sexy lady because Captain Janeway, played by Kate Mulgrew, was a middle-aged woman and not sexy for young boys. So they hired Jerry Ryan and put her Speak in a skin for yourself, suit. Young man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, hired, hired Jerry Ryan, put her in a skin-tight suit, and made her a sexy Borg, and that was that. Um, so it's interesting that a, sh that a character that was conceived purely for like puerile demographic reasons is now being brought back for presumably like lore reasons in, in a way that makes sense. Because uh, clearly this is going to start like center around the Borg. Yeah. In some capacity. So it makes sense that she's there. You know, what would really make sense is if they brought back Hugh. Yes. I was going to say that, that it's a shame. Does Voyager not handle the character very well? Because Hugh, I think, is my favorite, one of my favorite characters from TNG. And yeah. just taking that and putting it on another character, I think, still works. I think that's fascinating. Do you think she's not uh, handled well in Voyager? No, she's handled pretty well, I yeah. think. She's, uh, like Frank said, uh, uh, she's brought in and something I'll think I'm going to talk about in the recommendations uh, uh, video essay I came up with the concept of born sexy yesterday which is 
this speculative fiction trope of uh, it's in everything, but sort of like uh, uh, a character who's completely nubile mentally, but is this mature, mm-hmm. sexy lady who's also like very kick-ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like Fifth Element, uh, 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 Blade Runner, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but she was brought in that way, but then the show went on for another like four or five years. So she had this like humanizing arc, and she had uh, uh, Voyager's a weird show. Uh, it's a super weird show. Um, so the other, the make, other return. Yes. Uh, yes. The expected return. Well, well before, but the re- yeah, no, 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 yeah. Let's do this. We'll come back. The return that I thought was going to be something different because in the trailer he's seen playing poker. And he says, I don't want the game to end. And I thought the camera was going to turn. Uh-huh. And reveal Q. Uh-huh. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. And instead it reveals Brent Spiner in CGI uh, as Data. Uh, Brent- not, not, not the particular best. No. But I don't care. Yeah. He's, he's puffy. He's, he's puffy. Very, <laughs> he is, he's puffy is the nice word. Uh, he stopped playing Data. Data dies in Star Trek Nemesis, and they talk about Data dying in Star Trek Nemesis at the beginning of the trailer, and they show his body disassembled. Mm. And he was like, I stopped playing Data because I got fat, and it didn't make sense for me to be a robot mm. <laughs> <laughs> who got fat. Um, which, that's why I, before I even knew Data was going to be back, I personally didn't. I don't follow any of the entertainment news, so it was kind of a surprise to me. Um, but ever here since hearing about Picard, my v- first thought was always, "This is the perfect time for that." In terms of CG characters, that you can 100% bring back Data now, <laughs> uh, like you're saying that he wouldn't. He didn't continue playing Data because he got fat. Now's the time to do it. But they somehow in CGIing him didn't make him less fat. <laughs> no, he still looks puffy. And the other thing is, I love the man. He's a wonderful actor. Mm-hmm. But has he been smoking like two packs a day yeah. <laughs> since he gave it up? Because that voice was a little raspy. Yeah. Goofy space reasons. Yes. He was blown up. He was blown up now, by the Remans and died. Now, I think obviously that's, in my opinion, it, to me, it's obvious that's like a holodeck thing situation. Yeah, yeah, I would assume. So maybe it's a wonky holodeck? <laughs> Yeah, maybe the holodeck just made him fat. Because when we see his parts in the beginning of the trailer, he's not that fat. (laughs) (laughs) They had an opportunity. Oh, did you hear something? I heard like a a twig cracking behind us. Snap. Anyway, let's let's keep talking. Yeah, it's probably nothing. It's probably nothing. nothing. Don't spook me, Justin. Ah! You're spooking me out over here. Um, uh, uh... there's just a, a one second shot of a uh, Captain Picard Day banner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that made me cry. <laughs> so why did that make you cry and not the, all the other emotional stuff in the trailer? Oh, all of it did. See, here's the thing: oh, okay. I watched it multiple times, and my start of my crying happened at different times, each on each viewing. So it looks like for sure this entire series is going to contend with something that was very sparsely ever dealt with on TNG. 
which is uh, Picard the Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and it seems very similar to, from what I can see, he puts together a group of uh, rapscallions and makes a crew uh, after all these years, and it's exactly like the actual TNG uh, finale, where he mm-hmm. has to he has to find Data and yep. find Geordi and, uh, uh, and put together a crew, and ju- uh, just like his uh, ex-wife. Dr. Crusher lets him say uh, engage one more time. He says engage is the final or the penultimate shot of the trailer. Um, But you you see just like they hint at in the show um, that he he goes back to France. He goes back to his uh, vineyard. Rene's vineyard? uh, Well, you know, Rene died in the uh, He probably did. Space laser (laughs) festival uh um but he's not content to stand still and he uh, we're seeing him the man where he tried so hard to make this home or something like that and and then he looks at the stars he's he's normally very like he's normally used as like an allegorical Atticus Finch type without the uh, racism He's, he's normally uh you know, he's just standing up for what we want to be our better virtues. But when we actually see the man, he's kind of like this difficult person who is mm. hard to get close to. And he's he's not content with normal human familial situations. And we're seeing that he's a restless soul. Uh, and just like the movie Wild Hogs or the movie Red, <laughs> <laughs> as an old man, he's getting his motor running again. I, he- head out on the highway. I appreciate it. Wanna, very- Go ahead. I want to do my impression of Ray Liotta in Wild Hogs. <laughs> <laughs> Wild Hogs! <laughs> Jesus Christ. I appreciate it. There's a lot of action. It might have actually blown my face out. Jesus. I enjoyed that there was a lot of action in the trailer, but it was all just Patrick Stewart watching somebody beat someone up. Yes, because he's not beating anyone. He wasn't beating anyone up on TNG. This no. isn't this isn't Star Wars. He's not going to start hopping around like Yoda. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Uh, Do you remember when that movie came out and the like? It had been out for like a week, so everybody had seen it. So they put the scene in the trailer with Yoda hopping around like a little frog uh, doing the lightsaber. And the trailer narrator said, and this came up on the screen, Yoda man. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Here's something on the wind, something sinister. Oh, is that a... It's it's a song. (laughs) It's a, it's a song it's a, lilting from the hills. It's a, What's the song, fellas? <laughs> oh, no, oh, it's, oh, no! It's Floyd Bernie, the Rockabilly Boy! That's not my song! Come on, Frank, let's kill him! Punch, punch, punch! Where are you going, old man? Now to back away slowly. And slowly. Arf, 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 little dog, arf. It's <laughs> uh, a great um, episode of the Twilight Zone, fellas. See our Twilight Zone episode for a long time ago now. Um, the, um, I knew what the show was going to be at, as, right we're not done. We're not done. We're not done. Not a transition. Not, that was not a transition. What do you mean? That was just nature that we're out in. Um, 
I knew the show was. I'm excited for it because this this was a perfect trailer, in that it shows you. It is very much a lot of the new JJE uh, Star Trek as Star Wars actiony type stuff, but just with the single line, which I don't remember correctly, uh, we'll we'll drop it in. But uh, uh, a woman is asking Picard, like, "Have you?" What was it? Have you lived many lives, or do you ever... Oh, do you ever feel disconnected from your life, or something like that? Yeah, and he said many times, and then, oh, it just flashes in your head all of the shit that Jean-Luc Picard has gone through. He's lived multiple lifetimes. He's been assimilated by the Borg. Um, he's He's been through so much, um, and this is going to be perfect. I wish I played the penny whistle so I could play the heart-crushing <laughs> song from Inner Light. Any anything else about the Picard trailer? Uh, they didn't show the dog in the trailer, but according to a poster, he has a dog because in real life, Patrick Stewart fosters dogs frequently uh, pit bulls. So this dog is it looks like a pit bull of some extraction, and the dog's name is going to be Number One. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you said that. Uh, Jonathan Franks is coming in. Is he gonna? Is he vo- Is he voicing the dog? <laughs> <laughs> that would make the show even better. <laughs> Holy shit! A bat just flew in my mouth. <laughs> I swallowed a fucking bat. Oh god! Is it one of those racist bats that blocked out the sun? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, ooh, it's wriggling uh, in my stomach. Just like Gene oh. Roddenberry, we have created an airtight. <laughs> fictional universe. I'm gonna go take a piss, guys. Just hold on a second. Do, 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 do. All right. Welcome to Walk a Walk Walk. Don't go too far. Pee- oh. Peeing and peeing in the stream. Oh there's, no! There's One so of those tiny little a- fish that flies up your pee stream and gets in your <laughs> wiener. No! Ow! My wiener! No! Ow! Ew! Ow! 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 To be continued.